Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Good evening. Good evening. Yes, your uh, first dose of your twice-weekly streaming comedy show filmed from our, indeed broadcast, from our home studios and for that read, spare rooms. And I've barely left the house all week. I didn't because I saw something was trending on social media. Um, it was hashtag no tall men. And I'm six foot two, so I thought... Not risking that. And you might think, Steve, that makes no sense. It is nonsense that hashtag no tall men would be trending when you think about the serious story that caused it. And I say to you, mm. just as much reason as not all men will be tweeted. So, um, And uh, what we will be doing for the next half hour is going through some of the news stories, doing some jokes about it, and maybe solving some problems. Now, as we pile on through this... You can get engaged by chatting to us via wherever you're watching this. We should yep. be able to see the comments. However, if you're definitely on the main YouTube, youtube.com forward slash comic solving problems, we'll see those comments mm. coming up right over there for it. Um, yeah. And as we plow on as well, we'll keep mentioning how you could help keep this whole thing afloat by chucking some Ooh. coins into our online donation cup. Already Chris Curling says, good evening from the Trovo Massive. So it's not just YouTube tonight. <laughs> We've got one viewer on Trovo. I don't even know what that is. No one does. It's a Trovo. It's, who knows? Somehow it's a thing, it... and we're streaming on it. Yes! We could be the big Trovo. We've got one viewer, so we're probably trending on Trovo like, right now. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, the, and if you've pre-bought tickets to this as well, and then often in mm, the, uh, the yes. buying of ticket categories, there are different monies that come our way. Some of them are very, very nice. Thank you very much for any of those donations yes. uh, you've made. But without further ado, I think it's time to say, Mr. Eric McElroy, solve us a problem. And this is a big problem, Steve. This is a common one that all of us are faced with at one point or another in our lives. And it's the problem of HR1. Not not human resources one this is the problem with house resolution one which is a bill that's making its way through congress in the united states and it's the idea of the bill is to help people keep access to voting right mm -hmm. it's to lower barriers for voting make it easier to vote and make sure that in a vibrant democracy that as many people can vote as possible now the democrats are the ones leading the charge on this bill so um yeah, wondering how Republicans feel about all this voter access. Well, this is Governor Abbott from Texas, and here's his view. Uh, and when you look at some of the things that they're talking about uh, with regard to H.R. 1, they're trying to institutionalize voter fraud uh, in the United States of America. I don't think that's quite what they're doing to do there, Governor Abbott. Um, but basically, gov Republicans have learned that essentially when more people vote, they lose. Which is a problem, Steve. Mm, yeah. So the whole whole idea um, of them is to try and keep people from voting because that gives them a better chance of winning. Because that's how democracies work, right? You make sure as few people vote as possible, which increases your ability to uh, maintain control. I think they learned it from the Tories. Anyway, uh, here's some of the things that uh, Governor Abbott feels are so awful in the bill. Uh, they want to make mail-in ballots permanent. Everyone knows, including Democrats in Texas, have said uh, that one of the easiest way uh, to cheat in elections is through these mail-in ballots. 
Now, everyone knows, Steve, that one of the things you do when you have no evidence whatsoever is you say everyone knows in a way that it sounds like, I mean, of course. I mean, if you don't know this, I mean, do you think the king's not wearing clothes? Everyone knows the king is wearing clothes, and they are mighty fine. That's what you do it. That's what you do. Just elongate it. Just say it a little. Everyone knows, and that's scientific fact. Mm, nice. And I know you like your science. <laughs> um, now, let's see. What are some of the other problems uh, that are in there other than mail-in voting? Uh, what else is in there? They want to protect ballot harvesting. Oh, yeah. I like me some ballot harvesting, Steve. Let me tell you. Grandpa used to do that down on the farm back in the day, and that's how he made sure he always won those elections. He'd be out there in the field. He'd be tilling those harvested ballots and just tilling the ballots and shucking them out and roast i don't know what you do on a field <laughs> roasting <laughs> i i live in a city yeah. on purpose um all right governor Abbott. I, you know i don't want to be condescending I, what are some of the ways maybe you could persuade me that your view is correct go on real quickly let me tell you an amazing story <gasps> oh i love an amazing story steve let's hear it will there be flash will there be excitement will there be aliens i mean not just like you know the mexican kind but like proper aliens come on tell me an amazing story governor it was barack obama himself who knew about the dangers of ballot harvesting in the state of texas because under his administration he sent his uh, u.s attorney for the southern district of texas as well as the fbi to south texas uh, to arrest and to prosecute people who were involved in uh, ballot harvesting what? What is that? What was he? Is, is the old man still talking? What? What happened? That's not an amazing story. I mean, Barack Obama thought something bad was happening, and so he sent federal agents to arrest the people. I mean, how is that? That's not amazing at all. Like I said, there's no, there's no lasers. There's nothing. That's like those people, Steve, and we see this as professional comedians, which I say, knowing that this is a YouTube channel that currently has. A low number of live views, but we are. When somebody says, and I know you felt this as well, Steve, you're in a dinner party with civilians, and one of them says at the dinner party, "Oh, let me tell you something really funny happened today." Mm. Okay, let's go ahead. Why don't you have the floor there, Susan? Why don't you go ahead and tell us that really funny thing that happened today? <laughs> well, I went to the shop. <laughs> it closed early. It's not, it's not a fucking story, Susan. There's not even a punchline. There's no, you just went to the shop. What happened at the shop? Was it not the shop that you... Anyway, not an amazing story. I really have issues with Susan. Um, all right, Governor, come on. Jazz the story up. Throw something fun in there. Go on. Uh, to arrest and to prosecute people who were involved in uh, ballot harvesting that were using cocaine to buy votes through the ballot harvesting process in the state of Texas. <laughs> Well, that got my attention. <laughs> Add a little bit of cocaine to the ballot harvesting, and now we're talking about an amazing story, Governor. Well fucking done. I mean, I don't know about you, but if every time I voted, I got a little, I mean, if anything, that's the opposite of what it wants. I'd be there. I would, you know, but, you know, to be honest, if that was what it took. I've never done cocaine, the but you know, after, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone had to say it, Steve, <laughs> and I'm glad it was you. Um, now, I mean, that's that's that is a way to make the story more interesting. It definitely caught the attention of the host, Maria Meritomoro. 
cocaine to buy votes through the ballot. Look at her face when he said cocaine. She just went, what? <laughs> Definitely a little bit of raised eyebrows there as she got his attention. But um, as the piece finished, I, what I really liked is what she really thought of the whole thing. This is absolutely extraordinary, Governor. Thanks very much for sharing this very important information. We, of course, will keep a spotlight on this subject. That is definitely the way that I'm speaking to somebody that I can tell has totally made some shit up. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing this without as little as enthusiasm as possible because I can't believe I've been at Fox News all these years. And why am I not actually looking at the camera while I talk to you and say goodbye? Interesting. Amazing stuff. story, Steve. Yeah. So there um, you go. Just on a couple of notes on that would be that. Yeah, Susan doesn't tell good stories, but also Susan doesn't no. even understand the concept of structure. I don't mind it when people start telling a story and ultimately it's not funny, but for God's sakes, don't front load it with loads of um, biographical information of people we've never met. Take half an hour ah. to get to the first thing that's interesting. Three acts, Susan, three acts. I'm with you on that one. And there's no, there's no release in that. Yeah. There's no release in the set up punchline. It's not hard, Susan. It's not fucking hard. Perturbation, development, and resolution. Good God, Susan. Um, so, some of the messages coming through. Jack says hello. Hello, Jack. In fact, we've got new, improved, slightly higher comment cam over here. Ooh, Raised it up. you show off. Yeah, I put, put it on some books, which nice. basically means this is the original camera angle we used to use when we were first doing shows. Oh, yeah. Um, good times. So uh, Jack says, good evening. Uh, hello, Mark says, good evening. Thumbs up from Adam. Roast yeah. my nuts, Adam says. Well, I, what I mean. Relevant to? Uh, roasting. What was? Oh, uh, oh, the ballots. That the was it. The ballots. Talking about them. And Mark says, but if you, don't, if you don't harvest the ballots, how will you ever make ballot bread and ballot pie? Little side note mm. there, Mark. The older the ballot, the better the ballot bread. Well, top two. Yeah. Got to let it, you have to let it cool at yeah. the right levels. Got to leave it, got to leave it out, definitely. Um, Adam has also said brilliant. So, oh, well, glad you're go. enjoying it. And Bayerberg <laughs> says morning, but that's because Bayerberg has no idea what time it is, thinks it's a Monday, <laughs> and now thinks it's the morning. Shout out to your bad self. Um, uh, uh, Chris has said the governor pulled it back in the end. Yeah. Yes, he did. If ever you want a dull story, if, if if you notice people are thinking your story is dull, just chuck in and then we all did cocaine, that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it definitely made her eyebrows go up. <laughs> so. Um, so if you're enjoying the show, you can chuck some money in the pots and it just keeps the yes. lights on. Um, you can just donate at the Kofi thing, chuck some quids in that direction. would be very much appreciated. Your comments mainly on YouTube, we can definitely find. Keep the comments coming as we plow on to uh, another story. I am yes. going to try and solve the problem of getting out of the lockdown again. Mm -hmm. I know. Good. How do we get out of here is a question I was asking myself today. And not get out of here in the Prince Philip way. There's a picture of Prince Philip. Leaves hospital in a BMW. And I did think he doesn't look great. But he is in a BMW. So some arseholes just absolutely peeling off from the lights. No wonder he looks like that. The bigger issue is how do we get out of here as a whole country in general? And for that, we turn to Scotland. They are doing it right. They are doing it quicker. I think they're doing it better. So if you want to see what we can nick from Scotland, Nicola Sturgeon was doing some uh, like a, an update on the latest rules for Scotland. Uh, let's join in and see what she said. I can confirm firstly that we expect to lift the current stay at home rule on the 2nd of April. 
Good. Okay. Well, firstly, it's really nice to see Mitch Ben is still getting TV work. Um, it's good to see that he's still getting booked because most of us aren't these days. But also, great, the stay at home is going to be lifted. What's it going to be replaced with? Initially, although we hope this will be for no more than three weeks, stay at home will be replaced by guidance to stay local. A little bit League of Gentlemen, that. And it's, it's like, this is a local lockdown for local people. We'll have no trouble here. We didn't burn him. Um, it's not the best catchphrase. I prefer the other ones. But I see, you know, at least you're not at home. You're generally local. You can nip to the shops, I guess. Um, but there are still things that you can do. That's not just nip into the shops. Things that you've always been able to do. She gave us a further update. People will continue to be able to meet up outdoors, including in private gardens and groups of no more than four from two households. Carry the one with the 15 and the... I mean, I didn't understand that, and I didn't miss out of a year of maths at school. So there is no hope of anyone <laughs> understanding any of these rules. But at least people start to get together and meet up. Uh, what are the other things that people can do? Like new things, new freedoms they'll get in Scotland. Our other changes in early April will take effect from Monday the 5th. On that day, we expect contact sports for 12 to 17-year-olds to resume. Good, because I've got to be honest, through this whole lockdown thing, the thing that's upset me the most is not the loss of job, it's not the loss of family members. The thing that's really bothered hmm. me is no longer being able to watch underage people fight each other. <laughs> I have had to wait for fights between pre-teens to just break out organically before I could bet on them. It's been annoying. I say wait, obviously. I didn't wait. I'd try and start them into a fight by walking up to some young person and say, you see that young person over there? He says his dad can beat up your dad. And uh, because of where I live, in general, the response was, he knows who my dad is. But anyway, um, so that's good news. The young people of Scotland can get back into fights again when the lockdown starts mm -hmm. to ease. But the one thing, the freedom they'll get that's been catching the headlines was this one. Uh, and last, but for some of us, definitely not least, we expect hairdressers and barber salons to reopen for appointments on the 5th of April as well. And... I'm not surprised that Scotland are opening up their hair salons because we all know in mm. Scotland they're really good at looking after their locks. <clears throat> no one? Okay. Not uh, Not even good Mitch, do you not think? Nothing from there? Yeah. I don't know what that was, but he didn't look impressed. Um, <laughs> I saw this gesture. There's a lot of that going on from Mitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that's what's happening up in You're Scotland. Out. What's happening down here uh, in England? Well, we know that the pubs are opening, and if you're looking forward to it, I got the bad news. Turns out they're already booked. If you were trying to book a place in a pub, too late. I can't believe we're moving into a phase of existence where going for a pint down the local is going to be like getting to see Hamilton. People are going to be queuing. Actually, I've got some great tickets. Yeah, yeah, front row at the Dog and Duck. What the hell has happened to us? But um, it means you can't go out and get the pints because they'll be all busy. There are still things that we have been spending money on and it has caused a change in inflation. Quick little mention of this before we move over. Um, is that in inflation they measure it using this theoretical basket of things that we buy quite a lot. And they've had to mm. add, add in there hand sanitizer, And that makes an awful lot of sense because... People have been buying more hand sanitizer than ever before. Yeah. I guess there are a few things that you can add onto the list of things that we're all now buying. Hand sanitizer, I guess detergent spray, and I'd imagine crying pillows. 
You know, we've all been buying an extra pillow so that when you're in the afternoon and you don't want the neighbours to hear you going, Oh my God, for fuck's sake. But no one gets to notice what you're doing. Crying pillows. Buy them now via our online store. We really should be selling some merch, mate. We can make some yeah. serious dodge on this. Um, so look, how do we get out of a lockdown? I think we follow Scotland. They're doing it. Just noticing we've got some... Uh, I approve of the locks, locks joke, Steve, says Jack. Do you know what? When I do a joke, approval is what I aim for. Laughter, one passe. It's always, you know, it's always easy to make the whole audience laugh. It's always hard to make that one person laugh. Yeah, so I don't do that either. That's what... <laughs> um, crime pills. I mean, that could be, because we don't, because normally, um, for those people who haven't been to the Kofi page yet... We know who you are, um, but we do have a goal on there. And so our last goal was actually um, we wanted more than 100 pounds to be able to max out our contactless payment because that's going to be the highest contactless payment. But now I think after this show, the goal is going to be open up our pillow factory. Crying pillows. Because in America, pillows. the My Pillow guy did well, so just call it Cry Pillow. Yeah. yeah, I think did well is the key phrase with him. He's not doing well anymore. How much is he being sued cuckoo. for? Billions. Billions, yeah. So Billions we really would need that Kofi support. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what? He's one of the first people that should buy one of our crying pillows. <laughs> we can That's do a little partnership point. with him because he's looking for people to work with. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Bearberg says, Brits, cultured. Somebody is overly optimistic. Getting tickets for Hamilton means popping out for a weekend at Silverstone. Uh, F1. That is my fault for becoming slightly obsessed with uh, Hamilton, mainly listening to the songs, maybe room, listening to uh, Room Where It Happened whilst on a run. You've never felt more alive when that kicks in and you're just running tall. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, um, I mean, that's something you have in common with my teenage daughter. She's obsessed with Hamilton as well, there, Steve. So, what are, what are you saying? What's wrong with that? You're like a teenage girl. Do, yeah, but does she cry into a pillow? Huh. No. We don't let her have a pillow. It's like, I win that one. Um, shout out to Charlotte. She says, evening all, I'm a bit late, but I'm here. Uh, Jack, we know, approves of the joke. Chris Curling on Trovo. Who knows what it is? Uh, smooth water reference. What did I do? What did I do? It's nice that we can't remember the things we only said three minutes ago. Yeah. Mark's That's what's important to watch the show back. <laughs> That's why it stays up online on YouTube. Mark says, Steve, you know you said that you hadn't written any jokes. You meant it. Yep. That's they look after their locks. All right, okay. Not for everyone. Um No. Not for anyone. Not for anyone. And that's how we like to do it. And Mark, always bringing us the facts, says Trovo is another Twitch. Um, it is, yeah. Or well, it is because we get like we get one viewer on both platforms. <laughs> we're, we're more YouTube based, put it that way. Got to get that OnlyFans. I know that's been on the to do list for a while. But we list. will. We can definitely do it. Uh, meanwhile, whilst we're solving Good. problems, and you might be contributing some dosh into our little pot yes. to keep this project afloat, we cross over to the desk, close. the desk of Eric McElroy for problem number two. Again, this is a problem that's come up before, and it's really more of a problem for Steve than anyone else. And it's a problem of when people start hugging again. And I know it's something you're concerned with. So I thought, you know what? It's something that we talk about a lot on the show, and that makes it a segment, which means it needs an intro. Steve, roll it. Hugging Steve. 
What do you think? What have I just watched? <laughs> it's the intro to the segment about hugging Steve. Oh. <laughs> you like that? This little twirl? Okay. It's the only thing you, I don't want to pay. I don't want to get in trouble for copyright. So that was just the available gesture for hugging with the man with the shirt right. open sort of swirling around. The things you make your delivery you. guy do, it's amazing. But... <laughs> he wants that tip, he's got fucking work for it. <laughs> so, what does this new round of hugging that's being proposed look like? Well, this is the story here. Um, of course, this is from America, and it's cow cuddling has become a thing for lonely hearts during the pandemic. How very dare. So, there you go, Steve. You don't like hugging other people. Here's a chance for you to interact with farm animals. What do you think? No? I don't know if well, that's is... an improvement or not. It's difficult to know. <laughs> All right, this is what it looks like here. Uh, this is what it looks like if you're cut. <laughs> oh, that's... Just, it's a crime scene. Fair, that's not really... <laughs> that's more like what happens when you pass out on the cow, not when you're hugging the cow. <laughs> um, I mean, but he looks peaceful. I don't really like where that cow's mouth is. Mm. Yeah. That's making me a little bit nervous there. I don't know about you, but... Uh, Last time I got, never mind, I'm not going to say that sentence. Um, it does make me feel like she's going to wake up and say, I had a weird dream that I milked my pillow. <laughs> Who's the crime pillow in that picture? <laughs> this is a real thing. This is a real thing. So there's a serious news that's talked about this. Let's learn a little bit more here. In upstate New York, a different kind of emotional support animal is providing moving experiences for many visitors to this farm. Uh, I can't believe she did that. That was the joke I was going to do. You know what? That is utterly crazy. I've I've heard of this happening because they're just milking it now. Good. Any more? I just stopped. Oh, three. Now, I figured I'd leave some in there for you if you wanted to get in on it. I think I'll think. If you want to churn away. I'll, if you... I'll ruminate on the issue. <gasps> ruminate. Come on. What does that have to do with cows? Because they've got two uh, uh, stomachs and they can move food from one stomach back up to the next. So they're, they're ruminants. No one? That's terrible. Yeah, I wish I had a picture of Mitch again to disapprove of the joke. <laughs> <laughs> so people are hugging cows to feel better, I guess. So what, let's learn a little bit more. Why are people doing this? Another nice thing is a lot of people are looking for mindfulness. They're looking for ways to calm down their head. And when you're with a large animal like that, they command your presence. Yeah, no shit they command your presence. When you're up against a two-ton cow, you're going to notice that because you're watching your feet. You're watching everything. I mean, how can they not command your presence? It's a a bovine animal um i got chased by some cows once maybe i'll tell you that story later um so where i mean this is insane i know it's happening in america but i mean it sounds like something that would come from america but it doesn't where does it actually come from it's a practice suzanne says hails from her native netherlands called knufflen which means cow hugging yes that's right it's from the netherlands where they do cow hugging versus the welsh version where they do the same thing I'm not going to say it. My either. people, my people. <laughs> Ma. Um, it's the Netherlands. Why are they hugging the cows? Why don't they just smoke the cow? <laughs> I can get on board with that. So why? Why do they do this? Here's what she had to say. And it's meant to get people back in touch with nature. I, I don't need to actually touch nature to get in touch with nature. I think they're taking it a little bit too far, and she's the one that's milking it now. I mean... 
I, you know, if I want to be around nature, I'll go to the local park. I live in the largest city in Europe, or formerly in Europe. I really don't know anymore. But I don't want to be. I don't, there's a reason why I get all of my food fucking wrapped in plastic. <laughs> not touch anything. So, um, so yeah, that's the end of our segment, Steve. Right here. Nope, there's another clip. Play oh. the last clip. Hugging Steve. I mean, so when you went from hugging Steve, you went from hugging Steve to people are hugging cows, and I thought, oh, you bitch. I didn't realise which way round who was what in this. But the, uh, yeah, it looks like a really bad idea. It feels dangerous. Like, why well, go and hug Steve? a cow? Which I would have, I'm confused who we're talking about now. They're hugging both, you or hugging the cow? They're both dangerous. Um, and Chris Curling says, as I'm six foot two and 19 stone, uh, am I in danger of being hugged by random Americans? That is a risk. <laughs> it's not going to be a compliment, and you get hugged. It's like a lose lose. Seventy five pounds an hour to get hugged. Hmm. What do you think about them? Them apples. When's the last time you got paid seventy five pounds an hour, Steve? Okay. Well, was that in Wales, and were there sheep involved? There were. My people have already dare you. Um, seventy five pounds an hour. No, well, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's uh, interesting <laughs> talk. It's definitely, it's definitely a voucher I'm getting my family for Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah. It feels. <laughs> let's go to some of the mentions here. Uh, so, have a look. in fact, comment cam. Let's do it. We've got it up higher. Oh, there we go. Um, so, Adam says that I used to do leachy spot. Yeah, this is the me from the Time FM. Now look what I do for a living. Ah. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> now look what I do for a living. Um, are they post-coitus, says Chris Curling, or the, the lady and the cow on a lap? It did have that romantic vibe going on there, didn't it? It was sweet, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I like this. Uh, Chris has said, uh, who bought me an editing course because of the video? Yeah, it's beautiful. Absolutely, yeah. that was... There was no editing involved in that, actually. It was just, it's a template. <laughs> cow hugging, <laughs> just a template. Cow hugging in the Netherlands, that explains laughing cow cheese, says... Uh, Mark Randall. Only if you tickle them as well, you've got to be careful. Don't be doing any mm. of that. Um, but then it, yeah, it's not Swiss because then it has little holes you have to plug. Yeah. That's a different relationship with the cheese. Uh, Ed says, "What is the cow going? To, what is the cow going to down? What's what's happening to the cow? I'm a little bit worried about what the cow's getting up to. What with that woman? Um, Shek's doll in the shape of a cow <laughs> says Chris Curling on Trovo because you can say stuff like that on Trovo without it being held back like oh, yeah. it is on uh, YouTube." Uh, can, Ed says, can cows get COVID? We need to look into this. Um, no. But you've not looked they into can. it. That's the, well, You've missed out the one step into... that I mentioned. You you just answered Sometimes... it without looking into it. It's the opposite. I, I thought about it. I thought, nah. We just need to get the cows sense. to wear a mask. Yeah. Except the masked cow. <laughs> the superhero everywhere um oh mark's got it here those jokes were right up your our teeth yeah well by the way jack gives me he says ruminates ruminant locks and locks i'm in pun heaven tonight two for the price of those two i did three or four you did yeah, did no credit. yeah. don't forget eric no credits eric's puns Jesus. yeah <laughs> 
Uh, what else have we missed? Do we do Martinesses? Do we do against a wild bull in a field? Yes, I do suppose they command your presence. What about the Welsh sheep? Is it? Stop having to go at my Welsh people. Uh, well, what other animals? I mean, what other cultures uh, work so closely with their farm animals and are known for it and loving and respecting them in such a way that they treat them like members of their own family? They don't do that to their own family, do they? You're thinking of people in Norfolk. <laughs> there we go <laughs> there we go and, uh, and they just use their sheep just to add another one to the pile of uh, cow related puns uh, why, why did we do all those jokes because we could cud <laughs> cud <laughs> uh, our, our cows classed as vulnerable but, yes but, they, uh, they can't get COVID but they are vulnerable would it help if you were wearing a pantomime cow suit, Steve? I don't know if it'd help something. I'm not sure what. <laughs> yep. And then Tracy says, Steve in a pantomime cow suit, uh, who would get the back half? I, what, what's wrong? You say that as if that's a bad thing. People should be honoured to be bringing up the rear. No? Okay. No. God, I know it's getting busy in the comment section. We'll try and keep up with that. But um, <laughs> you can chuck some uh, money in the little pot to keep this project afloat if that's a thing you'd even right. want to happen. Uh, meanwhile... It's one pound, two pound, three pound, four pound, six pound, seven pound. Eight pound? Seventy-five pounds. One of us gets to hug a cow. For a whole hour. That's our next goal. Yeah. Is it pillows or cows? Let's see. What would you what would you put this in the comments well uh, and then we'll decide at the end of the show. Should our next goal be enough money to hug a cow or to start a pillow company? Yeah. The or just or the back back calf, says Martin. Stop it now, the puns are getting too good. So <laughs> All right. while that happens, um I've got a, a story of what do we do about spending money? So I mentioned inflation earlier on. There's a problem with the economy coming. We are going to have one of the worst recessions ever. Somehow, we were told right at the start, people said, oh, it's an uncomfortable situation where we need to choose between health and wealth. We either need to save lives or we save the economy. And somehow, despite the odds, we did neither. So things aren't looking great. We could be heading for one of the worst recessions. Already, there are signs of that, with Greg's saying that they've reported loss for the first time in 36 years, despite the pandemic. And it doesn't really make much sense. Like, I know it's pandemic related, but a lot of fast food places mm. are still making money because these days there's loads of places that will deliver food. Like You can get McDonald's delivered to your door. You can get Greg's delivered. But I think the difference is the lack of a walk home because ordinarily you go to Greg's, you get your steak bake, you'd eat it on the way home, pop into the news agents, buy some mints to freshen the breath, get home and no one needs to know what's happened. <laughs> you don't have to face the shame of it. Whereas if you order... A delivery from Greg's, you're going to have to point out to the other half, you're no longer on the diet. So that's probably why it's not been happening. But what's happening that could help us make our money go further? So I've, I've tried to do some sort of a consumer thing where I've found something you can get for a pound that could be worth it. You can buy an old red phone box for a pound. Hmm. It's pretty good, isn't it? All the tradition. Didn't you have... You... Were you able to buy a house on a previous show for less than a quid? Yes, but it was it wasn't in a great location, and I think that's the, that's the important thing that we need to pay attention <laughs> on. Um, All right. That look, it'd be great to get one of those things. Superman changes in them, and look, there's a picture of what we're talking about. These ones are in Cambridge, yeah. so that'd be more expensive than that Welsh house we mentioned before. It would be bizarre in the future to try and explain to young people 
No, back in my day, we didn't have mobile phones, we had home phones. These were phones that were stuck at home. But when you left the home, we had to make little tiny square pretend homes to put home phones in so you can make a call. No, people couldn't call you because you didn't know which small pretend home phone you'd be near. No, you could call them and you could go in there for a while and it used to cost quite a lot of money. And these days they're being used for loads of different things. Defibrillators is one of the most common ones. And I really think the signs should be bigger when they've converted a phone box into a defibrillator. Because if you rush in there needing to make an emergency phone call and you're like, oh, quick, <laughs> they need to be careful about that. That's not good for anyone's health. Um, but it would be nice to be able to buy one of those. I think it'd be nice to own that little piece of, uh, of history. And there is no way mm-hmm. that even though they could be turned into museums, they could be turned into defibrillators, we all know they're going to get turned into apartments if they're in London. <laughs> They simply are, and the estate agent is going to be like this. So if you'd just like to come through, um, it's one bedroom, and we're standing in it. Uh, Great location. Excellent broadband connection, actually. And um, by the smell of it, there's a toilet in here somewhere. I mean, I have packed the green screen, so I did that with a black curtain, which is why I look like a ghost. But I think the point remains. (laughs) I was going to say. Your head was melting into the phone. It's this curtain. Because, <laughs> stupidly, I, I used the black curtain as a green screen and then wore a black tie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> was your tie... Let's see that again. Was your tie invisible as well? I didn't catch the tie. I was looking at the back of your head. Yeah, but melting. The tie so disappeared. just like to come <laughs> through and There's no one tie. bedroom and we're standing <laughs> uh, I'm glad my template skills are getting better. Whilst your video skills are getting worse. No, I actually bought a green screen for stuff like that. And just couldn't be bothered. And then, is it, is it out of your house? Or just, it's packed away in your house? No, it's you just in that box over there, but this curtain's right here. <laughs> should have worn your green, that's where you should wear your green clothes, is when you're using a different color green screen. Yeah. Because that's your one chance to wear your green fashion wear in front of the green screen. It makes me realize what we should, what I should do is have green curtains. If you're an up and coming YouTuber trying to do twice yeah. weekly streaming comedy shows, that's a mixture of monologue and sketch. Maybe you should uh, have green curtains. Problem with that is your neighbors will see the green curtains and assume that you are on OnlyFans. Mm. Yeah. And we're not available on OnlyFans yet. Yes. So they'd look for you and you're not there. Yet. We will have it up there at some point. Chris Kirby says phone that's box method. Some phone box acting. You try acting that you're in a phone box when you're not in a phone box. Not as easy as it didn't look, as it transparently looked. Let's have a look. Um, Bayerberg says, uh, damn the first comedy show where I could write the jokes for it. Oi, cheeky. I think Eric's... Are you back with this? You froze for a, You froze slightly there. I did freeze. I wondered about that. Um, oh, chat disconnected. Oh, that was the whole system went down there for a second. That's scary. I think at least the chat's connected here, so I think they've worked out. You want to have a word with your broadband provider, or your broadband provider <laughs> has seen the show, and <laughs> they are holding it back after <laughs> nine o'clock. They're probably the typical cow lovers. <laughs> um, Britt says, tea bags and Muppet sex line. Just seeing if this message gets read out. Lots of messages on other YouTube pages with eight people messaging, uh, but not getting to you. Or, oh. or, or just rubbish, who knows? Brit, I don't think we've seen any of yours. On our YouTube, they do get held back if the swears is in them. And that's not our fault. 
I should log in and change them. I'm looking at the one. I'm checking the other YouTube channels that were on here while you're. Well, you you read out others, and I'll see if I can okay. find any more comments from uh, somewhere else. Chris on Trovo, they don't get held back on Trovo by the looks of it. Says I've played places smaller than a phone box. Um, yeah, we've all gigged in places like that, mate. Chris, seeing as you're on Trovo and I believe no one else is, could you just send a swear word in the comment section? It'd be interesting to see if it gets blocked. <laughs> um, Adam says all beef curtains. You're right. I can't believe we did an entire story about cow hugging didn't do a beef curtain joke i feel almost like i'm i've grown as a person i'm I've, i found brit and keith uh and steve from leatherdale they're all on your youtube page why are they channel. not turning up here i don't know I'm, I'm sending them i'm crossing streams i'm gonna send them our channel Oh, I see them. Stephen Leatherdale says, I tried to hug a cow. She wasn't interested. Cold shoulder. Uh, or maybe it was Frisian. <laughs> oh, even better. Cow hugging, okay. Cow snuggling, questionable, says Britt. You make a good point. There is a fine and line between inappropriate cow behavior. Fact checked on Steve. You said they have two cows. Cows have two stomachs. Fritz says four. four. You know, I was saying that when I, re when I said it, I realized there's four stomachs in a cow. Damn it. Yeah. But they are definitely ruins. with that. Um, Jim says the best lock lockdown joke I've heard. Lockdown joke. Lock. I'm not selling it right. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on the, our other channel. Careful crossing streams. It didn't work for the Ghostbusters. Yep. Correct. But they didn't have good broadband either. Uh, Cowtip has just it's decided fine. to tell police that they were just hugging them. <laughs> <laughs> I've never understood how people manage to tip a cow because they are hefty. When sleeping. But st yeah, still. Because when they're sleeping, they're, you can knock them off balance. I did grow up in a very rural area. Back where I lived, you could hug the cows for free. Yep, live off the fat of the land. <laughs> and the fat of the cow. Um, yeah, I'm coming down the line like I'm. I'm either blur either my webcam's gone blurry or else the internet connection is just terrible today. So it's gone slightly lower res, but I think that's probably because of the uh, thing. But if go. it makes you feel better, I've waited all the way to the end of the show to point out that uh, I didn't have a pocket square for this outfit. So uh, I think this looks good, doesn't it? I think pocket squares is help. It a piece of paper. It's a sock. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so buy some pocket squares for Steve. Start a pillow company. Or how What's our new goal? Anything. Anyone want to vote? <laughs> just need some money. What's that? Sorry, I was just using my uh, <laughs> pillow over here. <laughs> Victoria's given that the best comment, I think, of the night so far. Always tip a cow if they've given good service. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, that one's made me giggle. Yeah, Victoria, well done. That's good. And Chris, meanwhile, has just been uh, messaging bollocks, shit, and then the actual words, random swear words, <laughs> none of which were blocked. Good to know. Good to know. There we go. Well, um, I can see. Yep, that's it. So we found some people who were in the lost chat. That feels like that should be the next Indiana Jones movie. Indiana Jones in the lost chat. That'd be the pandemic version, wouldn't it? Yeah, just stays at home. Um, do cows have their own Kofi page and uh, pockets, pocket socks totally rock Brit I think you're right I've invented a new thing you have a pocket uh, you might need two of them obviously but the idea that you can just have a pair of socks in there 
Spare socks? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I had to get spare socks once in London. You wouldn't need to and if you had Steve's tricky. pocket square I know. socks. I had to go into one of those London touristy trap places where they just had the tat for London and buy a pair of underground socks. I don't know what happened to the socks I was wearing. I don't remember that part of the story. It's a funny story, Steve, where something amazing happened. I needed socks and I bought some. Uh, did you do any cocaine? Nope. It's just a funny, amazing story. Chris messaged the word chocolate pocket and it didn't get blocked. What is going on? That's on incredible. Then <laughs> Chris says, because uh, we were asked the question by uh, Chris H, who said, do cows have their own Kofi page? Mark says no, they have they have their own cow fee page. I did think of that, but I didn't say it. You decided to move on. <laughs> I'll stop. Um, with, <laughs> I think we nicely up to so much real news we could cover, so many real problems we could solve. We did that instead. Yep. It was a tough day, and we had like an hour of trying to fix some tech. We had a great day. We were chatted about stuff. Well, we worked on that tech because it really paid off based on the stream quality I'm getting tonight. Yeah. And the only joke I actually wrote was the intro about hashtag no tall men. That's the only joke that was written down. I like that. That's a good joke. We're starting to do the feedback part of the show. Yeah. This is where, you know, we, we neither of us can afford to hug a cow, so we just have to give each other positive affirmations. <laughs> Bayerberg's pointed out the comment section. Yeah, it doesn't look great now. I've just been getting Chris to tweet to message swear words, and Martin S says, uh, "Are they camouflaged?" <laughs> you see, you spend all day writing jokes, and all the people want is the cow puns. Yeah, that's all they want. That's what we need to give the people. We need to put a slap a kitten on here and do cow puns, and then we go fucking viral. And Britt says, Victoria just messaged me and said chocolate pocket socks, but didn't want to dirty her name. <laughs> now, I don't know if that's true or if Britt's now thinking, oh, I know how I could totally ruin Victoria's uh, upstanding presence in the comment section. Chocolate pocket socks, indeed. We should have that written along the side of the pocket square socks. Should do. Yeah. All right. So we've got a number of different ventures. So if you want to invest in any of these things and get in on the ground floor, it's very exciting. And everybody who donates gets a little bit of Texas cocaine. That's going to get us banned. You can't. <laughs> the number of things that get episodes <laughs> taken down off YouTube. You play like three seconds of a Gollum clip, even with a different audio, we're gone. And you're just going, get your free cocaine here. <laughs> what are they harvesting in Texas? Cocaine. <laughs> oh, God. Now, now, Martin and Mark are saying it's a pandemic. Well, Martin says it's a pandemic. Mark says, is it COVID-19? Oh. And then Chris says, take a pat on the back. How did we not do that joke? Oh, thank God you're there, Chris. We would have ended up not doing the pat on the back joke today. Damn it, that was close. Well, look, I think, I think it's time to say it's been enjoyable. We apologise for the bits that uh, were offensive. Yeah, um, and... Uh... And yeah, that's the whole bit. <laughs> we will be back. All the bits. Back on. We'll be Thursday. back with faster internet on Thursday, and 
yeah thank you for watching if you can chuck us a few bit on Kofi. that's very we'll call it Kofi from now on yeah. and uh but otherwise do subscribe to the channel share it watch our previous episodes and just spread the word we'd really appreciate it till thursday at nine we'll say bye bye